Hey everyone, it's Dario Kristen with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying experiences forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Although, some features are not available in all states. But it's okay. In the first three months of this year, over 126,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,078 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these easy steps. It's just three of them. First, you go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your true savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience overall. Remember, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save your money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Extent After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Extent After Show. Oh, so pleasant. It's so sweet. <laughs> Baffled. Ooh, that was loud. Hi. <laughs> I'm Adrian Snow, and right next to me is the wonderful Tori Miller. Oh, sure. Oh, you know how I do. And that is the theme song to E.T. Uh, we are hosting the fifth episode of Extant. Extant. What on earth is going on? Sorry, I got a little British right there. Um, our normal hosts that are with us, Charlie and Manas, are out this today, but we will happily take over and control the show. For, Indeed. For we them. have the power. We do. We have the power. So I just, to start off, um, just to give you, like, what did you think of the overall feeling of this episode? Um, overall, I, I liked it because you fi- I feel like you finally got the payoff that you've been waiting for. Um, or at least I felt that way. Like I've, because yeah. I watch a lot of anime. I have to put, I have to preface it this way, in that like some of them you have to wait thirteen episodes until something happens, and oh. then it's like, oh, now it's time to pick up. <laughs> and so like, um, I so I've learned a lot of patience, and so I was like, all right, you know, they're gonna do a lot of setup. They're gonna kind of give you a little bit here and there, and then finally you're like, all right, this is a thing, and we have confirmation of you know, extraterrestrial life and everything. So mm-hmm. I was a big fan. Yeah, you know, this this episode definitely was better for me than the previous episode. The previous episode just angered me to <laughs> a very extreme extent. But um, extent, extent. Anyways, um, <laughs> so it was nice to kind of see it catch up and, and definitely progress forward and them kind of fall into certain tropes that I didn't really like, but then quickly pull back and be like, just kidding, we're not going to do that to you. Right. So that was nice. So I don't know if you want to start off with the first topic of Julie. Oh, Julie. And if you want to give a little low, um, yeah, low down on what's going on with her and what uh, we learn about her. It's something exciting. Oh, yeah. When we first see Julie in this episode, she's uh, laying with a man folk. <laughs> um, and yes. 
then uh, I, I like that he was all like, so we're not going to have breakfast or anything. This isn't like a, a datey kind of thing. And she's like, nope, you know the drill. And just <laughs> heads and just off. Just heads off. Yeah. Playa. Oh, yeah. Paula. <laughs> That's the only time I probably gave Julie props this episode. Yeah. She uh, she kind of had a weird arc this time around. She did. But it was nice to, to learn maybe the reason... The possibility of the reason she's so attached to Ethan is because she herself is part machine android. Yeah, she's got uh, prosthetic, uh, really awesome prosthetic legs. Yeah, they're amazing. Amazing. Um, it's like it is literally like uh, Star Wars quality. Like yeah. you know, it's it's just true to life skin, and the moment she puts it on, it's like they it's don't like even exist. Seamless. Yeah. Because at first when she was in the shower and she was floating on that thing, I was like, do people have an issue with, like, shower grime? Is that why? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get athlete's foot. It's so weird. But And then when they plopped them on, I was like, oh, that's really really great. It's a really nice, I think, arc for her character in terms of of giving her more layers. Because outside of that aspect of of the episode, I felt Julie was just really annoying. (laughs) And kind of playing into... A stereotypical needy, whiny woman, and I want to slap her. Yeah, be like get yourself in check. Which I kind of ran into with at one point with all of the women of the show, where I felt like, oh, this is a stereotype that I really don't want to be watching right now. Mm-hmm. Where Molly's the crazy one right. and Sam's the backstabbing liar, and I was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> please, please fix one of these quickly because I can't handle it. Right. So it was nice that they kind of fixed that towards the end, but with Julie, I. I don't understand where what they're really trying to do with her. Like, what is the point of her now? Um, well, I feel like, I mean, because since the beginning, I've uh, tried to empathize with her in mm-hmm. that, like, she spent all this time, like she said, like, she has essentially built Ethan with John from scratch. So it's like it's her child. Yeah. And I think that, like, it's the closest thing, I mean, that maybe she'll ever have to a child. Mm-hmm. So, like, within that context, I think it's, safe to say that like everything that happens i think she feels overly attached to it because it's like if you had started a project or you had a puppy and then you and your uh significant other broke up and they took the puppy they would never take the puppy that's what you think i'm just saying but you, mm. they took the puppy and you didn't like it <laughs> and now they're raising that puppy with some other lady uh even though you agreed that you uh, we're going to give that puppy to a mm-hmm. new home that had neither of you to do with it. That was a sentence. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say personally, nobody would ever take my puppy. But um, I, I, I could see that point, And that was kind of where they were going with it for a while. But then they had this really weird conversation where she decided that she really was just upset because they didn't give it to a stranger. Sorry, give Ethan to a stranger. Right. And I was like, that... First off, it's just a horrible thing to say to him. Yeah. And second off, do you think what you would have been less attached if it, if they went with a stranger? You know that you would behave differently. Yeah. I wish for her that she would kind of. She seems to be so strong and direct with other things, but she's not strong or direct about this one thing. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would just say, "Okay, you know what." I just want Ethan to be my kid. I'm going to steal him. Just do something drastic. Do something fun and crazy because this whole whiny and I'm upset because Molly is raising Ethan as her child when I think he's really my child and I built him. Right. Is, it's getting old. Right. But I think that, like, 
I th- I feel like it's more true to life. Like in 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 existence, people don't usually just go, "I'm going to steal your baby because it's kind of mine." Um, I feel like people are a lot more indirect about it, and so like mm-hmm. I, I I think that the frustration is that it's not um, the glossy like perfect thing that like yeah you would expect in a show someone would do something crazy and it would force something else to happen yeah but it's like no this is how real flawed people react and then you just have to kind of watch them deal with it and see hope they figure it out at the end i see your point i do hope they do something else with her yeah if they don't change something about her then she has to go i agree um (laughs) i mean it did kind of in I'm glad it kind of came to a boil now as opposed to, like, three episodes yeah. later. Um, so I'm glad that that's out of the way. And we she knows where she stands. Yeah. And we know that, like, either she's going to disappear or something else is going to happen. But Yeah, I did like that John kind of just, like, let me just break it down for you. This mm-hmm. is how it's going to be. We were never partners. Right. <laughs> you work for me. And I was like, usually I don't want to ever hear that from a boss of mine. But <laughs> in this context, it really worked. Yeah. It makes sense that he would have a response. So, oh, Julie. <laughs> no. Yeah. I know you're Meryl Streep's daughter, but they got to give you better writing, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, maybe she'll take off. Maybe she'll get, uh, uh, you know, possessed by some aliens. That and, would be cool. Uh, I just want them to do something interesting with her. You know? I agree. Like, I, I feel like she's highly underutilized. Yeah. Um, I mean, because she's a smart, she's like, she's smart enough to do all this coding, all this building. Um and she is strong enough to, like, deal with everything that's going on. So I feel like maybe they could give her a little, throw her a bone, have her be, like, a heroine of some sort. Yeah. They could do, you know, just something interesting with her. Or And now that they've they've given her the prosthetic legs, I'd, I'd like to see, I guess in a weird way, that come into play. Because then that, that gives you more of a history. But like, well, did John build the prosthetic legs for her? Why is this coming up? And what does that mean? Right. So I would like to see it go in that direction unless, you know, whiny Julie direction. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully we'll get some backstory on, like, how that came to be. Yeah. Because okay. um, that would be nice. Um, I, f- I feel like there's not enough backstory in, in, within the context of this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that they don't do a lot of flashbacks, which is, which is nice because it's kind of like a, a cheap way to write. Yeah. But like, um, so, I mean, it's good that we get all of our backstory within the context of conversations and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but I want it. I want to know everything about this girl so I understand her. Yeah. If, if I can understand, if I could learn more about her, I feel like I would like her. Because I definitely did like her player moment at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. But that that just seemed so opposite of everything she's done mm-hmm. so far and everything she did after. So I do want to see them play with more layers with her and, like, why does she have this big connection to Ethan? And, and I understand the basis of it, but, like, is right. it more for her than she's really letting on? So just to kind of ho- hopefully next episode or the episode after right. we'll hear some more for her. Okay. But... But moving on, yes. the big meat of tonight was the cover-up mm. that ICEA actually pulled off rather well. Yeah. And what did you think of that? Um, it was it was great. Like, if I were in John's shoes, I would have completely thought she was nuts. Because, um, mm. like, even in the way that she was presenting the information, um, it was very uh, frantic, which you understand, because she knows it's true. Yeah. Um, but no one else does, and as people keep telling her that she's crazy and telling John that she's crazy. Um, it just adds all these layers of like, it's, 
it reminds me of um, when someone is trying to. No, I'm not going to make that comparison. What? I was going to say like it, it's kind of like a, an evangelism thing, where it's like, believe me, this is the truth. Tell, I know the truth. Like, just believe me. When someone is pushing their Reli- religious yes. agenda on you, right? Okay, yeah. Um, not to, you know. No, no, no. I, yeah. I, we all get what you mean. Right. Different. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't alienate anyone. Yes. I respect You're... everyone's religion and r- beliefs and all that jazz. Yes. We're not here to alienate. So. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yes. Alienate. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I definitely could see why he would think his wife was crazy. Yeah. And, but with that said, as soon as they started to go in that direction again because that was the original direction they were going in mm-hmm. with the whole Molly is crazy. Right. And that is what ISEA was going to plan to do was to make her look crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can't do two, three episodes of them making her look crazy and nobody believing her. I can't do that. Yeah. It's a very common thing. I've seen Gothica. Okay. <laughs> I've seen Gothica. I don't want to see Halle Berry be like the crazy person. Right. Nobody believes. Um, and plus, just how they faced their marriage, it, it would infuriate me if he just gave up on her yeah. and didn't believe her. When they've structured their marriage in a way that he has been very supportive mm-hmm. for pretty much everything. And he had no proof before, yeah. but he believed her before. Right. And so I understand why he had that, that, that doubt. But if they had gone in a different direction and him just be like, okay, I'm going to commit you, then I probably just would have been like, I quit. <laughs> this is over. Right. I don't want to do this anymore. No, I think the writers are smarter that, than that. Yeah. Like, um, because, yeah, you, as you said, like, he's been super supportive up till now. And, like, again, I'm going to play the, like, real people card in that, like, you know, if if you love someone, you, you want to believe them no matter what mm-hmm. they're saying. And, like, it really, I, I felt resonated with me in that, like, he's... You can tell how much effort he's really trying to put into believing her. Yeah. Um, and I respect it because, like, it would be super easy to discount everything that she's saying, but he's he's really trying. Yeah. You know? So that was that was a, a really nice twist, but who really pissed... Well, she didn't piss me off as much as Julie, but Sam... Oh, yeah. Come on. Okay, it was enough for her to be like, you were never pregnant. But then when John's leaving and then she advises him to to commit her I was like that's just too much if you're supposed to be a good friend you can say there was never a pregnancy and play along with that but don't try and get her committed that's just too much Um, loyalty come on right well I I took it as her kind of being like you guys need to distance yourself from everything that's going on right now like Mm because she knows that you know they're out not out to get her but like she knows that they're dirty and yeah. so she was like, get away from the ISEA. Like, just go. Like, try to leave this all behind because nothing is good is going to come from it. Okay. I mean, I, I interpret it more as just when she was saying that to Molly, I got that. But when she had that little tail end where she stopped him. Yeah. And was like, you should help her and did call her crazy. Right. That I would I would never do that to a friend. Even if they had a bunch of dirt on me, you yeah. know, and were blackmailing me, I would never... Just completely throw a friend under the bus. Yeah. I may not help them. I mean, I would hate to, to think that I'd ever be put in a situation like that, but I wouldn't, you know, yeah. just be like, well, I have to destroy you or else 
this really ridiculous thing that they suddenly decide to come up with in the writing room <laughs> is going to happen. Sorry, I hate that storyline, but anyways. Right. I mean, yeah, the, the the whole, like, brother thing was kind of a weird curveball. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of, because I remember um, Sergio mentioning, he's like, you know, everybody has secrets. Yeah. So I think it's within that whole realm of everybody has to have some little piece of information that makes them, uh, you know, not perfect or whatever. Yeah. And so that was hers, which, you know, I guess makes sense within the confines of her being a doctor and trying to help someone that she loves and stuff like that. Yeah, I think they could have given her a better secret. If if they're if you're gonna give everyone a secret, yeah. Then then give them really strong, really strong, you know, founded secrets. Yeah. That's just kind of that's something that they do in every single procedural show I've ever seen. Right. Well, we have this, your brother, that we haven't really talked about until this very moment. Mm-hmm. And we will use him against you. It's, it's kind of just like, oh, don't do that. Right. So that was a little uh, frustrating. But well, what, kind of, like, uh, what kind of secret would you have wanted? You know, I like when a secret is something that pertains to you. Okay. When it's something that... directly affects you. Now, sometimes it is stronger when it's a secret about someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think when it's something that's directly to you, that can damage you in a certain way, or could be life-threatening to Sam in a certain way, Mm -hmm. then if she chooses to sacrifice herself, then I that's a stronger thing for me to respond to. Okay. If she if she gives into the blackmail at first and then has a secret and decides to sacrifice herself and the secret in order to help her friend in the end, mm-hmm. that's a stronger move than someone sacrificing herself, you know, like for, for her at, yeah, yeah, for her brother's secret, which didn't really th- it didn't really come off as something that was incredibly like in, strong to begin with or incriminating right. yeah so it wasn't i can see how she you know would be concerned and, and, and frustrated but i think it's something the secret that they have is, is easily resolvable I right think, you know if enough people find out about it or whatever yeah so it didn't really work for me okay but, yeah all right um yeah i kind of personally i would have wanted it to be something like, ah, uh, you know, she euthanized someone or like Yeah. yeah. Something where it's it's it pertains to her and it, it's more of a threat to her. Right. You know. Um though to counter it, uh I would say that having someone else there, it it makes you go beyond like, oh, you know, she's being self centered by, you know, keeping her own secret, but it's like this also affects her brother, so it mm-hmm. kinda adds another layer to it. I see that as well. I know. I I'm just I see that as well. I'm playing the devil's advocate. I know you are. I know. I know. But who knows? But on top of that, just the overall cover-up of the of the ISEA with the pregnancy mm-hmm. was very smooth with the whole shocking of Ethan and then pretty yeah. much wiping him out and then changing her blood. Mm-hmm. And then they also introduced the character, um, the doctor played by the scandal actor Joshua Molina. Yes. Uh, Dr. Beck, I think was his name believe so that's what it sounded like <laughs> um and he 
I, I assume that they're taking this this actor who does have like a, a rather large reputation on TV at this time mm-hmm. because he's going to recur. I would hope he would recur. I mean, he is doing scandals. So I don't maybe I don't know. Right, they're done shooting, so <laughs> I assume he's going to have more than one episode. But I mean, there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, because they did uh, return to the hospital. Yeah. Um, I mean, and even even if not, I mean, because this the show has a pretty wide big cast. Yeah. I mean, they got Lou Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows how long he's hanging around. Yeah. Um, you know, and Holly Berry is also she's pretty fine. well known. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can't go an episode without mentioning how if fine you say she Halle is. Berry, at least one of us has to say That's she's true. fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> we'll just continue it's to fine do that. that. She's fine. It's tradition. Um, no, yeah, I, I, they definitely have some really great guest stars that come on the show, maybe only for one or two episodes. Yeah. But I got the sense that he was doing something to aid the ISCA. Hmm. Uh, just with how they were kind of setting it up. It just seemed like, maybe not, maybe I'm completely wrong, but in terms of being able to change over someone's blood like that, yeah, I really want them to explain how they pulled this off because is, that's just ridiculous. That they, There's no evidence of her being pregnant. I mean, they laser, they put a laser on her skin right, and cut her open. Yeah. And there is no evidence of that. <laughs> like, they cut open her uterus, yanked out a baby, yeah. sealed her back up, changed her blood out, so it doesn't look like she was ever pregnant. Right. So, well, I mean... He it, might play into that, I Yeah. Think. If he is under their thumb, I mean, that could have been a picture of anybody's uterus. I mean, if... It, like, he, he could have told her anything. Yeah. And it would have just been like, that's what it is, because I'm the doctor, and there's no way for you to uh, tell me otherwise. And that was another thing where... When John went into the, the the lab and was like, can you do a blood test? And he refused to do a blood test. Yeah. That just kind of rang odd for me because mm-hmm. you're right. They, he could have put anyone else's. He could have programmed it to have someone else's uterus pop up or whatever right. or have like some generic, you know, high school uterus thing pop up. Yeah. Um, so why was he resistant to that? And why was he also pushing this whole idea that she's has some type of psychosis or, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm curious to see what they're doing with that. I'm curious to see how big they're going to, you know, have this cover-up be, how right. far it will go mm-hmm. to the point where she can actually trust no one. Like, she can go to the grocery store. She can't trust anyone. Full-on <laughs> Stepford Wives type of deal going on. Right. And so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, ISEA. Uh, Bad man. people. I, like, since I wasn't here and couldn't talk about this, I thought her father was in on it. You did? Uh, I did. Because there's that moment when he when he's on the beach with Ethan, and mm-hmm. that guy who is part of the ISEA mm-hmm. uh, kind of gives him a, a three-finger nod. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's in it. He knows he's going to do <sighs> See, everything. But I thought the actor was just kind of overplaying his I'm a bad person type of thing, <laughs> which is me being just a really rude actor, and I'm sorry that I said that about that actor. But um, it, it just seemed like... It was just like, let me show you, in case you don't remember me from the previous scene where I was bursting into her, her house, mm-hmm. I am the same guy. <laughs> that is the bad guy. So I didn't. I never for a second thought that he was a part of it. I did think, well, I didn't think he would be a part of it because they're kind of, of toying with this whole idea, which I didn't really like, and I don't know if you watched it last time, yeah. but, uh, of him being kind of a selfish person. Right. And so, and they go back and forth with it, which is kind of what bugs me as well. And so I don't think he would 
give his daughter up. You know, one, it's it's that's just familial love right yeah. there. That's his daughter, and right. he's hasn't always been the best father. So that would be like, oh, <laughs> right. Uh, that would really be bad. Like to be betrayed by your father over what you don't even know. Yeah. What if it's just money? What if it's just alcohol? How horrible would that be? Now that, but money and could alcohol, be another story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, if you put it that way. Let's just not do that. But Save no, that for, for a soap it. opera. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that on the show. So. Um, but yeah, I I do agree that um, the cover-up was insane. Yeah. Um, and I, I do wish that there were more, like, instances of... Because th- if you recall a few episodes back when... Um, when... The guy, uh, I forget his name. Um, nope, I don't Kern? remember. Kern. Okay. When Kern uh, mm-hmm. had uh, driven up behind Molly mm-hmm. and been like, hey, I was just checking on you. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was like this really subtle threat. Mm-hmm. Um, I had wanted more of that. Like, just kind of them reminding her that she's under their thumb. Yeah. Like, just kind of being like, we're always watching you. But I guess if that were the case, it, w- it would be harder for them to pretend like there was never a pregnancy. Well, you know, for them to be the bad guys, I gotta say they're kind of like incon- inconsistent with yeah. their badness, right? And I guess because it's the future. I mean, I could see if the future were something where it was very militant future, yeah, where maybe they press that more. But some sometimes they get so dopey, like some they pull off <laughs> these really, you know, great moves of them sneaking in and zapping Ethan and right. snatching her and performing a C-section in the span of six hours and having her return like nothing happened. Yeah. Which is crazy. I'm just going to say it. Badass. <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, that's amazing. That You know, I'm not rooting for them, but yeah. that's a really awesome move that you just yeah. did right there. And then they forget, you know, then they didn't catch the the, the blood on the, the towel. And then the, he kind of threatens her, and then they lose her. So, right. so they're, they're like bumbling bad guys, which is just like some really bad Bruce Willis film from the 90s right. sometimes. Well, you can't have them be like these super... Like, as if, if they were as efficient as we would want them to be, mm-hmm. like, she would... I mean, it, the smartest choice would be to kill her in some way. But um, Yeah, I mean, for being real about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they got to have some ways of letting her slip through. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a show. It would just be her in some loony bin. True. And then she'd scream and we'd pan out and then the show would be over. It'd be Gothica. No. Um, <laughs> it, it is one of those things where I forgive the fact that sometimes they're just really bad at being bad. Yeah. Because, and this is going to sound mean, but because they're scientists mm-hmm. and they're not actual, like, government people right you know this isn't what they really do yeah they just happen to be some scientists who are trying some crazy thing with aliens and so that's that's pretty much why i forgive them for their kind of right dopiness on occasion which is uh, i think really good because yeah. like if they were too perfect then you wouldn't believe it because yeah they are these dopey scientists and sometimes yeah. they'll have a good idea and someone's like yeah bob do that yeah. but other times it's just like <laughs> All right, someone goes off the lamb and is just like, "All right, I'm going to do this thing, and hopefully it works. If yeah. it doesn't, uh, then we'll try something else." Which is what scientists do. Yeah, it's trial and error. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. They, they apply that to every aspect of their <laughs> life, including espionage. It's awesome. And so, but to get on that point, Molly does have a discovery. Yeah, and there is the revelation that. They didn't catch everything, mm-hmm. if you want to go into that a little bit. Um, yes. So while they're trying to 
figure it out, she realizes that a that she was bitten by a dog, mm-hmm. and so uh, uh, the ISEA had cleared everything except for the blood that she had um, essentially put on this towel to cover her dog bite. Um, so then it becomes this super cool heist uh, scene where she uh, goes to the lab to get it tested while John distracts the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that classic distraction uh, cut back and forth. Is she yeah. going to get caught? Is she not going to get caught? I mean, you know she won't. But right. it, was a nice, it was a nice little move. I, do, I did like that kind of typical move. Mm-hmm. That was, that's always fun to see, you know. <laughs> right. Builds the tension. Yeah. So that was cool. And then if he had been a part of the ISEA. That's interesting as well. I would have liked yeah. to have seen maybe a little bit more of him maybe being suspicious, but right. you never know. Then uh, then I guess I, it wouldn't have worked. We wouldn't have gotten to the discoveries that we did get to. Yeah. Though I will say that the fact that she was able to get blood off of that tiny blood sample was amazing. Because whenever you go to the doctor, they want to take like... You know, a good, nice size amount of blood right. to run a blood test. I was like, oh, she just used like a little cut up rag, and she got the same result she got from the vial that she had earlier. Right. Well, so. all she needed to do was see one strand of DNA, though. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you just need a drop, and you can kind of have it analyzed. Plus, it's also the future, and they it's can do true. whatever they want. That's true. In the future, we will do whatever <laughs> we want. Brought to you by Tori Miller. Uh, <laughs> yes, the more you know. Um, no, it was with the the blood sample. It was nice to see them. It was confirmed. Yeah. So there was no denial that there was a pregnancy. Because mm-hmm. in truth, it's right. They they could have at any point in the episode or the previous episodes basically not made her pregnant. Yeah. I mean, we'd seen the the ultrasound, but. Mm. Even still, there could have been, like, some fluke or something. So right. it was nice to see it and to also have it confirmed for John that he saw the DNA and that he sees that she did have some type of fetal blood in her at one yeah. point. It was sad yeah, I was that he say, realized it wasn't his him. baby. It's not. You are not the father. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Sorry, John. You are not the father. Um, but there are going to the... be memes of that all over the internet. <laughs> it's just going to be him and pe- gifts of just, you are not, not the, the father. father. Well, that's how it goes. Uh, sometimes in life. <laughs> but, um, the the blood, though, the DNA, DNA strand they showed that mm-hmm. was like the unknown origin yeah. was scary. Did you see that thing had like little yeah. spikes and fur on it? Mm-hmm. What was growing inside of her? Like, what is this baby gonna be? <laughs> Will it just bulk out and all, you know, hulk out, bulk out, hulk, hulk out? Yeah. And have like fur and spikes? I don't know. That'd be awesome. That was creepy. Yeah. But, uh, so th- that was something that they confirmed. What, you are going to say something? Oh, uh, it looked like fungus. Yeah. So, I mean, which kind of plays into what happens later. Yeah. So, with with that, Molly, once they had the DNA test, and she realizes the ICA is probably going to make her look crazy, mm-hmm. she d- does what seeing people should do when people call them crazy and go, you're right, I'm totally acting crazy. It's my mistake. I'm going to I'm going to straighten up and fly right. right. Which is what you should do if people ever call you crazy. You just <laughs> confirm it because if you know you're crazy, by definition, you are not crazy. Right. If you can say I know I'm crazy, you're probably not crazy. Right. So, um so she goes back to work. Mhm. And she's with her assistant and she does a really cool move with some music playing and leaning in really close to hear what they're talking about and what do they end up discovering from the mission? Well, they uh 
they had been studying the samples that she was uh, she was doing experiments on on the shuttle, mm-hmm. uh, and then apparently at a certain point, uh, I forget it was like six thousand miles out. Yeah, um, yeah. The all the earthworms had died. They didn't know why. It was something that had happened before, but they also couldn't explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only two options were that either Molly contaminated the samples before she left, which as he said, is impossible because she never makes mistakes. Um, Or something else was going on. So he created an algorithm that was essentially a a filter that showed different spectrums. Mm -hmm. And he called it, what was it, Danny Five? Yeah. um, Which I assume is some kind of reference. You know, I love when they introduce, like, the really nerdy scientist. I always love that. I'm like, yes, finally, he is here. (laughs) He has arrived for the show. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) Fine. Um, and then, uh, so he applies the filter, mm-hmm. uh, to the samples that were taken at about, uh, 6,300 miles out. Mm-hmm. And it shows essentially a flowing stream of spores, um, that are, they move at a faster electromagnetic rate. So they can't be picked up by any of their sensors. Yeah. Can I just say that it's kind of gross that they <laughs> are alien spores? When they when he said that, I was like, "Oh man, that's the aliens, some spores. That's gross." Um. <laughs> but uh, that's just me being really girly about it. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was a nice confirmation that there was something on the ship with her, right. and it was nice to kind of see it not be some big head alien with big eyes and green skin. Yeah. That's really, you know moving in a different algorithm that can only be seen. So when, based off of that, mm-hmm. Molly has, makes a really, just has a really good idea of taking the camera, which we kind of forgot about, the little camera that she had when she was dealing yes. with um, Marcus. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just had it happen, and then we never really touched back on it. I remember the first episode, we were like, what are they going to do with that? Why yeah. has she not talked about this camera? But they brought it back for this one, and she ran the algorithm uh, through the, ran the camera through that algorithm and mm-hmm. we discovered that, that Marcus he was a wave of spores a wave of spores um, I think you disgusting could, you could see his, like a, a <laughs> human shape in the the giant wave did like, you see as that? It, I, I felt like I did oh, okay. like it was kind of like it would wash over and within the the negative space of where the spores were you could kind of see a human figure oh. so which would kind of uh, explain what she saw maybe yeah. they were filling in the space on the outside, which also them being spores uh, kind of explains the brain anomalies that they had seen. Mm-hmm. So maybe that it, it's she had attached inhaled. to her brain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For a second there, I thought they weren't going to show us what they were seeing on the screen when she and John were looking <laughs> at it. And I was like, I get so angry. I was like, if they right. black out right now, I'm just going to start crying <laughs> <laughs> because I really want to know. Just get to the point. Don't, don't hold this away from us. Right. So when they did that, that was, it was really great to see that, it was confirmed, and that mm-hmm. it does explain a lot of why they come back acting a little different, why maybe they are having hallucinations, if the right. alien spores are kind of taking over their brain in some way. Mm-hmm. And so, Sorry, no, go I ahead. just remembered um, that the, speaking of hallucinations, mm-hmm. at the very beginning of the episode, we see one of Molly's hallucinations, which was her... Um, at the ver- at like uh, essentially doing uh, normal Morning resume stuff, stuff yeah. and then Marcus shows up, yeah. and that scene is almost completely mirrored at the very end. 
where uh, she goes to get Ethan a thing of water. Orange juice. Or orange juice, because I don't know the difference. It's okay. Um, one has vitamin C, one doesn't. Right. Um, and I liked that that was a, a, it was a good mirror in that, like, it kind of gives you this notion that maybe there's a precognitive feature to the thing mm. that's in her brain. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah, I could see that definitely. I mean, it was it was a very interesting hallucination of her being looks like almost nine months pregnant, yeah, and having this life with Marcus, and then them getting into the car accident, which did kill him, and then right. finding his dead body in bed. It was like, whoa, what yeah. is going on? This is some serious hallucinating right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just going off of that, that. Oh, we didn't touch on Ethan's fine. I guess we should just <laughs> Ethan's fine. He totally doesn't yeah. remember what's going on, but I think he's lying about that. But right. uh, I, I definitely I think he's keeping it a secret. Um, I mean, maybe. But what would it what would it serve him to keep the secret? Well, if we know what Ethan believes about secrets, if he believes that you you have them to avoid hurting people, mm-hmm. Then maybe he thinks, or because you don't want to scare them, right? Then he might not tell them what he remembers because he doesn't want to scare his parents. Okay, he doesn't want them to think that anything's wrong, especially if he thinks that the reason those men came were for him, or that he did something wrong. Right. Then he might keep it as a secret. Yeah. So we'll see. And he's he's so intuitive, you know. Yeah. I'm sure he has figured out some stuff that they haven't even touched on. Mm-hmm. And he'll have some big revelation two episodes down that'll be like, what? Right. Look at Ethan. But, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, overall, I really liked this episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really thought uh, that they kind of had a nice flow with everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody really angered me except for Julie, which right. is always a plus. <laughs> when I can get through an episode without being like... I hate this. No, I don't. I don't hate anything. But right, you know, but no, that doesn't I mean, make any I sense. Mean, as yeah. a fan, like you're allowed to be upset by things. Yeah, like, I always hate when people are like, "Oh man, you know, if you're really a fan of something, you accept everything they do." No, no. If you're a real fan of something, you hold them responsible for what they do. Yeah, because that's not how love works. Exactly. Okay? When you love something, you don't always set it free. Sometimes you you yell at. It, well, no. <laughs> sometimes you sometimes tell you it, just tell it, "Hey, like it is." I don't like what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fix this, so, right? Yeah. But going off of that, shall we go into predictions? Yes, we shall. All right. So and now you're after both. <laughs> I always forget to let him speak. Yeah. So, Tari, what do you think? What's going to happen in the next episode? Um, I think in the next episode we're going to see more uh, to do with this baby that's thriving and growing and becoming a giant thing. Yes, we uh, did lo- a little cut to him yeah. at the end of the episode, yeah. I'm hoping by the end of, uh, at least the end of the season, it becomes like a large gr- human being type thing. Yeah. Like, because it, with its accelerated growth, I mean, there's a chance that it could become at least Ethan's age. Or Ethan's perceived age. Um, so I really want to know more about this baby that had three umbilical cords. Um, wow, you re- I did not see that. Yes. I, I didn't. Oh, I need to look harder. Um, they, well, I, I caught that they said that when they took it out of her, it was thriving. Yeah. Which I was like, that's insane. But yeah, it did have three umbilical cords. Yeah. Crazy. So hmm. that's my that's the highest place of intrigue right now. I got to know everything about this baby. So next episode, you think they're going to focus on the baby? They should. Mm-hmm. If not that, then I mean, I want to like I still need to know Sparks's like stake in this. Yeah. I need more Sparks time. Well, I think they're gonna. Um, 
Well, um, are you are you are you done with your prediction? Yeah, no, no, go for okay. it. All you. I think with with that, just going off of that whole idea that they're going to introduce Katie Sparks yeah. with the next episode, and kind of the back history of her and why Sparks is so invested in this baby and what this means, and I think he has more of a like angry, I want to know what this is about because they killed my daughter type reaction. Yeah. And, and so I think he's going to go with that. And I also think they're going to bring touch back on Yasumoto. Mm-hmm. And I really hope we figure out why he was in that goo <laughs> this this upcoming episode because I need to know Yeah, what's going on with Yasumoto. Is he an ancient man? So, but on that note, I think that wraps it up. Right. Uh, yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in to After Bus Extant tonight. I would say the thing that Mana says at the end of each episode, but oh. before we go into that, where can we find you? <laughs> I got it. Yes. I was getting here. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Uh, you can also catch me on the Dominion panel, the Sword Art Online panel, and the Legend of Korra panel. All right, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow. And that, I think that wraps it up for us, Tori. All right, yeah. thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 